1: What's up, y'all? We back for another episode of Politikin. Oh, my goodness. The season is getting closer and closer to an end. But I'm going to live it up until it's over.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> today,
1: I got some family joining me, I guess I could say. I think yeah. I took it back to what? We in Abbott Place or something. Exactly. Where we at? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. College, College campus.
1: <laughs> so let me introduce and tell y'all who I got joining me at the table today. I got my homegirl, Lo. Hey, <laughs> What's going hey, on? Girl. Lauren in the building. Man, it's been a minute. We about to talk good today, though.
3: We are. We are. Going
1: back to CT days, Hubbard Hall days, Ooh. all the way to Abbott Place days. Hey. Hello. Hello. Let's Hello. not play. No games
2: with
1: <laughs> them. <laughs> <laughs> also got my bro, Purse Club. Clu. What's going on? Hey, tonight?
2: what up, though? Kenya. You... I'm proud of you, girl. Man,
1: I appreciate it. Hey, uh, thanks it's for definite. having me. Oh, always. Mm-hmm. Always a pleasure. Um, I feel like right now... We not about to get mentored today, Stavon. We doing the mentoring. Ain't that right, love? <laughs> uh-huh. Exactly. <laughs> you know how the old heads always try to join
2: hey, the, join the uh... table.
0: <laughs> we <laughs> not <even laughs> the no more. No.
2: <laughs>
1: and last but not least, um, one of my first ever mentees. I mean, one of the people who made me feel like I need to step my game up because <laughs> I knew somebody was watching at all times.
4: <laughs> my baby girl, Janae. What's going on, love?
1: Hello. How are
4: you? I'm tired, but I'm here and excited. You better be
1: excited. <laughs> I mean, talk about somebody who, I think she done surpassed us, Lo. You she know, did. Just, I, we gave her
3: we gave her everything we could, and she took it. I'm happy.
4: Y'all literally <laughs> passed the torch, and I said, all right, cool. I told you,
1: everything
0: <laughs> you need to
4: know. Yes. Yes. And Thank I y'all. feel like
1: more of us need to be passing torches and also realizing who we are influencing out here good, yes. okay, and mm. bad, because some of us ain't doing it like we supposed to. But that's neither here nor there. Today we're talking about something that I think is really important, especially for millennials to hear um, around this idea of advocacy, um, advocating and what that means. I mean, I hear a lot of people out here who feel like they woke, woke, you know, like they they (laughs) doing they doing a thing. They got this influence. I mean, they out here breaking barriers, getting that check. Mm -hmm. But let's talk about advocacy and what it really means, because I think a lot of times people get it, you know, confused and it's a lifestyle I honestly believe advocacy is a lifestyle and it's dependent upon many things you know and, and not to say we all advocating for the same thing somebody told me though before I came on the show that it's probably a good look that I go ahead and define the word advocacy Yeah, and I'm a person who is a, a everlasting learner <laughs> <laughs> right. and I feel like you know sometimes we do have to teach so that it can bring to light what it is we we're talking about and so advocacy the definition Of advocacy is public support for or recommendation of a particular cause or policy Mm. okay Mm. public support for or recommendation of a particular cause or policy and so i mean i feel like every time you post to your instagram you're advocating for something (laughs) essentially um and i think that you know A lot of times we have this influence, we get on these social media platforms, not even realizing, but it's a make or break day and age. And so I just want to get y'all opinion around advocacy and not just necessarily, you know, what it what's what's being advocated for. But who are advocates for Detroiters? I mean, because we got (laughs) so many different lanes. Right. And so sometimes even in our own advocacy, we're excluding. It's not always inclusive, right. meaning that we all have a part to play in this. Right. So, who is advocating for Detroiters currently?
2: Whew. It ain't Mike Duggan. Oh, <laughs> 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 yeah.
1: oh! There is a bell that on pardon. the table. If any time you feel like someone says something of worth, please go ahead and feel <laughs> to <laughs> ping the bell. Oh, can I
2: bang? You want to ring it?
1: <laughs> but who do you? But who? Who That's is advocating for part. Detroiters?
2: Who you, Kenya, all y'all in this room, I feel like are advocating for the future generations about the work y'all do. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It's pretty tough to define it. I feel like everyone has their own mission, but when we come together, it's on the same goal. Mm-hmm. Focus on the same goal. So I'll just throw some. Some of the congressmen out there, like uh, I, I think Big Sean having this uh Kickback today. The, dime the dime weekend. weekend. Yeah, the dime shout Weekend. Out to Big Sean. Yeah, shout out to Big Sean. <laughs>
4: yeah, for sure. I love the work he's <laughs> and, uh, doing
2: in uh, the city. Me too. And, and his
4: mom. Shout out to his mommy for doing a, you know, the groundwork. That's important.
2: Right. And um Mary Sheffield. I forgot her name, but uh Mary think she, Sheffield. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, she's a great uh worker and for the people here in Detroit, in my opinion. So mm-hmm. just to name a few. I ain't trying to dominate the conversation. No, so.
1: no. Yeah. I mean it's good to hear the political view, but a lot of mm-hmm. people don't one, don't know who their politicians are in the city. So it's no. hard for you to even know if they advocated for you or not. <laughs> so the fact that you speaking up about some people, you know, they do have platforms to where people, you know, can see some of the work they do. I know Mary Sheffield does a few things as far as like just community projects yes. where it seems to be pub, and usually my circle, people that I know are interacting with that. So that's real good to know what's happening.
2: Right.
4: I think there are a lot of millennials in particular who have positive intent, but i um, I'm not really seeing the impact as much as I would like mm-hmm. and far as far as, like, different brunches or different, like, social events or, like, women empowerment events. But, like, we go to this event, and it's great. But do we leave and do work? I haven't seen that mm-hmm. much as far as me. I'm still, like, getting my feet wet as far as, like, supporting and seeing other people. But what is the real intent and like are you really being impactful so I'm I'm waiting to see more people make an impact and I just say like all right we had an event it was great
2: mm-hmm. what did y'all
3: do after that event
2: exactly what
3: knowledge
4: y'all take to share with the youth I'm still waiting to see some more of that
3: but I would say even with that the audience that you bring to your event and the um I guess you could say publication, how you promote your event mm-hmm. that also plays into advocacy as well, because you only advocating to a certain amount of people or a certain group of people. So you kind of get the same, same people. Yeah. The same people. Mm-hmm. And then just even with those people coming to the same events, what are you taking from that event to go out to make it better? Mm-hmm. Whatever we are advocating for.
1: So it sounds like, I mean, <laughs> the question we should be asking, and I mean, we can even go into this in the conversation. It's, is advocacy enough?
2: No. You know, no. it's like
1: we become these, you know, <laughs> hey, I support this. Hey, we doing this. But is it mm-hmm. enough in this day and age? Because, I mean, I feel like, I mean, we got the political advocates, you know, who are out here. That's their job, though. Right. I feel like you are supposed to stand for something and be open about it. I feel like not enough politicians are advocates for anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, they get, <laughs> they get, get the up. vote, and then it be like, all right. Like, ooh, <laughs> you know what yes. I'm saying? But beyond that, all right, we got us. You know, we got us young people. But some of us, yeah, we got the influence and we got, you know, what it takes to bring these crowds together. Sometimes the same crowds or different crowds and we begin to collaborate, which Mm -hmm. is something that I'm starting to see more of. And I like it a lot. You know, us getting out of our own, oh, I'm solo dolo and I can make it happen, but realizing the power of collaboration. Yes. And then you got people like Big Sean. You know what I'm saying? And I think that the issue is... But you made a good point on the Big Sean thing is his his mama is doing the groundwork most likely because he is so busy in life. You know, he probably can't do everything. No. So right. what it's going to take is the collectivity of the advocacy roles that we all play to kind of get stuff done. Going back to your your topic around, you know, impact, because, again, is advocacy enough? And I think that <laughs> not not too often do we hold ourselves accountable for just coming together and not really doing anything to make things shake? So whose responsibility is it to advocate for the issues that matter? Uh,
2: I think it's all of our, uh, job to advocate for those who can't speak and those who don't have the knowledge, mm-hmm. you know, to step up, you know, you know, um, me personally, uh through the farming, you know, I got my degree in uh, agriculture from Michigan State University. Spartan. Go, go green. Go green, go, go green, white. Go white. <laughs> hey.
1: like,
3: go hey. 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 And
2: I'm trying to get, take over and um, teach uh, people through food, you know, mm-hmm. owning yes. and growing your own food. Because we depend on these Whole Foods and Myers and all the other grocery stores to feed us. Mm-hmm. We will always be dependent, you know. So I feel like it's different, different avenues that we need to strengthen. And advocate for it, but yeah, I feel like everybody has a part in it, mm-hmm. and uh, unity is going to take us there. You know, yeah. no jealousy. So
1: advocacy and unity. Yep. <laughs> you
2: you go, ahead. Oh, go ahead.
4: I was gonna say, um, I'm a math teacher, uh, math educator. Hey. I'm young. <laughs> hey. um, yeah, i so like like a good. student. You know, exactly. like, are you a student, Miss Jones? <laughs> you look so young. Um, but I feel like the community. One needs to put education at the forefront because, exactly. of course, we, we
2: hey, turn up,
4: you know, <laughs> educators be like, <laughs>
0: <laughs> ding, ding, ding,
4: ding. black educators matter. But I feel like, you know, we took on a role to serve our youth, right, with our job. So I feel like that's our duty to the community. However, I feel like within our community, parents community members need to support the schools mm-hmm. and do that due diligence to support the black educators to encourage kids to read books so having events at the library for the youth I feel like we do a lot as adults to come together but what are we doing to you know cofa go back and get it and bring mm-hmm. them up with us mm-hmm. and encourage that knowledge so mm-hmm. I'm doing my part math is a really it's a yes. core subject <laughs> it's a, a difficult subject for young people so I'm doing my part but even within my my job, I don't see a lot of community support for that. And I wanna shout out as I was as I was talking, um, a young lady long lady named English Reed Jones. She has a movement called Millennials versus Everybody. And um
2: what is this about?
4: She essentially she's encouraging black youth or black millennials to start their own businesses.
2: Okay. And that's so dope.
4: every event she has like multimillionaires, billionaires I was there, you know, just thinking about what I wanted to do, but Mm -hmm. just having more events like that, bringing, you know, the top and the bottom together to talk about what does it mean to be an entrepreneur? What does it mean to have social entrepreneurship? So events like that, I think, are beneficial. But everybody needs to come together as a community and support support those small things, whether it's political, education, agricultural. Mm
3: Mm-hmm everything Ooh, so speaking on the schools you know i was yes. gonna go there hey yes. Romulus. So, That's why i looked at you like so <laughs> where you well, i'm at? not, you I'm not the there face? anymore okay. i was at romulus okay. so oh. i am going back into the school okay. okay however um i'm going in as a social worker now oh Ooh, baby pray in Yay! your passion and your purpose huh you know you gotta walk in it <laughs> so, i'm praying with that <laughs> i would say yes we do that is my biggest Biggest, biggest, biggest thing, community support. And it starts at home Mm because we send our babies to school and sometimes it just stops at school and it doesn't make it back home. But furthermore, (laughs) inside the school, um, and I kind of got this from being at Romulus and going, um, being a college advisor, Mm -hmm. is creating an atmosphere that's worth learning in. So therefore, um, Thanks, we have to acknowledge that our kids don't learn the same. We have to acknowledge that adults and um people interact differently and take and react differently to different things. Mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. <laughs> it becomes a collective effort not only without you know within the community but also within the school because we come become such a strong support for the kids. So I would say that we advocate for our kids, but we gotta take that extra step sometimes. I, I just always call myself a resource. I think I said that to you when you first met me. Yes, and I started using that same language with.
0: Yep, my I always say like, that
3: I'm, I'm a resource. As a resource. Wow. Like I don't want you to ever feel like you can't come to me and ask me anything.
2: That's powerful.
3: Because even if I don't have the answer, mm. I'm gonna go find somebody, somebody that got does. the answer. I t- I'm like I know I told her that, but yeah, Maybe, like it just goes even further into the school aspect like that's been my biggest thing creating it was when I was a college uh, advisor creating the college going atmosphere Mm -hmm. but I would just say a learning atmosphere a life atmosphere almost at this point because there's so much that we teach in school that goes beyond just the books the beyond just the education and then if we want to get real technical with our lovely melanin skin (laughs) we got to take an even further step to educate us about how we grew up how we came up what's going on now just so we can all be aware because that is just taking i think that's the impact part actually of advocacy it's it's one thing to say you believe in it and do Mm -hmm. it but you actually have to teach it you got to breathe it be the brand
0: And I think that's a great segue, (laughs)
3: though, into our next conversation around.
1: All right. So we advocating. We in these streets. We hold these meetings. Right. We bringing them together. What should or what areas are people advocating for? Well, in the city right now. Because there are areas that people are doing a lot of work behind right now. You know, one that I think is, like, oversaturated in this time period. The back-to-school drive. I mean, think about us and having to go school supply shopping. You know what I'm saying? Every time school started. Now you really don't even got to go school supplies shopping if you don't need to. (laughs) I can think of four of go. You can go about anywhere. Pop-up shop and get you some school supplies, a book bag, and a meal probably. So I think that's an area that, you know, in the past, some of us may have struggled in Mm -hmm. not being prepared. What are some things that people are advocating well for? Right now in the city that y'all know of, that y'all uh, think is happening? You
2: know, it's new, too. Uh, a lot more of us uh, running and yeah. the healthy, I was the healthy, just I uh, would say uh, the that healthy Fitness and health. Um, fitness line
4: yeah. 303
2: or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's dope. Shout out to them. But mm-hmm. I thought it was the only black guy running here when I came back to college. <laughs> yeah. That was eons ago. But I love what they're doing for far as health and uh, women embracing our natural beauty. That's mm-hmm. what I, I love, too. So Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Thanks. I can agree with both of those. I think that there is an awakening, especially in our health. Yeah. Um, I mean, even with the whole vegan movement. Like, I yeah. laugh because it ain't for me, okay? <laughs> right, and I tell this story often. I did a fast this year <laughs> during <laughs> February. Woo! And Woo. I did not eat, like, meat. You know what I'm saying, and bread like it took a toll on me. I literally lost a pound every day. I talked to God though. I had a whole conversation with the Lord, and I said, "You know what, this fitness journey is for me, but this is not the way." You know,
0: (laughs) there you go. This
1: is just gonna clear my mind to make me understand what I need. What's next, right? right? But I mean, I feel like even with some of these different smaller things around health and wellness, like we really starting to wake up in that area. I think sometimes, like I tell the vegans, if you still getting your lettuce. From the same place I get my meat, bro, it don't not, matter.
2: Yeah. No. <laughs> like exactly. If
1: you're not, no. that you're not
2: grunting that lettuce. you not it yourself. And yeah. them bell peppers. Yeah. <laughs>
1: We eating the same things, too. You said your garden? Yes. Oh, I don't really want to talk I'm about gonna that. I'm going to come bless that's your garden. A, that's <laughs> such okay. a um, touchy topic for me. Um, I was doing so well what? between it's 16 okay. and 17. It's okay. I got hood animals, y'all, in my community. I know. Hood school. animals. <laughs> I got to prepare for them. Okay. Yeah. You gotta get them I'll teach them. y'all. Who's advocating for them?
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they was here first, oh, Okay.
1: But so, you know, just to get back on topic, though, I mean- but I am proud of us in the health and wellness area, and like you said, and um, I mean, of course, the natural. We are here mm, all on our natural. We just went natural. to the uh, curl event That was really good.
2: Oh, that's the stuff. I
4: Heard it was really nice. Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: but yeah. So, what are some other things that y'all think people are advocating for? Well, right now in the city,
2: our ownership. Uh, a lot of black entrepreneurs mm-hmm. in Detroit. We like the Mecca. Yeah. No.
1: Yeah. They actually shouted that out during, I don't know if y'all know, when David Banner came into town. Mm -mm. uh, They were doing like a little town hall over at 313. Shout out to Fame over there doing a lot of good work in the community. That's Um, But basically, that was something that they talked about, about how much, how many black businesses are here in the city. Mm -hmm. Like they literally could get almost anything that they could think of Mm -hmm. in a black space. I mean, some stuff is always harder as black. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) you know, we are with (laughs) Anywho,
0: but,
1: <laughs> yeah. you know,
0: it's we just
1: understand. the fact yeah, that, <laughs> is that enough, is what she asked, because she said we got all these black businesses, but yet when we look at our communities, they still downtrodden, and we still don't really have ownership within our communities, exactly. even though we got all of these
2: businesses. Oh, I'm trying to own a hood, you know, my uh, area, 48204, shout out to Southwest Detroit, <laughs> Rob <Road.
0: laughs> H- houses
2: are going for $5,000 still, and yes. I want to influence uh, and create a garden there where it forces uh our educators like y'all young folks to move back to this area you know they claim it's the most dangerous zip code in detroit but i don't believe that shit you know all you gotta they do say is that about every area. Yeah, like, which area is not
4: dangerous <laughs> or the ghetto or... i don't
2: know but i feel like we make the community at the end of the day mm-hmm. if uh people in new york can have chinatown we can have a detroit black maker. Town, whatever we want to call it, you mm-hmm. know, we need our own space. As you see, they are trying to take over our city, and I don't. So don't to don't
1: go into our next question oh, okay. yet. Okay, I'm talk about this. <laughs> but what are some other um, areas that y'all think that people are advocating for? Well, in the city,
4: my answer would be entrepreneurship. Just because we're trying to figure out how to be more efficient within our businesses, and they're encouraging us to start a nonprofit or. LLCs or mm-hmm. just do something like find your niche and do it well. And I mm-hmm. think that there's been a lot of push on social media specifically with finding your purpose and like doing that hard work. So mental health, I feel like we're doing a great job advocating yes. for, you good. know, being healthy, not only with the food choices we make, but like mentally, spiritually, whether you have a religion or you don't, are you well mentally? And what does that look like? Um, encouraging like self-care, whether that's getting your nails done or your hair done or going for a walk. Um, riding bikes, mm-hmm. you know, planting dirt. I say planting dirt because I, I want to have my own garden as well. But I, <laughs> you. you know, right. I feel like you know, putting your feet in the in the earth does something to you spiritually. And I yes, think we are advocating for just being well, Black people. So I think we've done a good job in that regard and talking about. I see a lot of men, you know, talking on mental health and just being honest, like you know, I'm depressed. Right. And It has been this way for a couple of years, or um, I right. have PTSD. From being from the east side, you know, hearing gunshots and, like, mm-hmm. talking about that on social media allows other people to feel like, okay, I had the same experience and what can I do to work through this? So, That's mental powerful. health for sure. To
0: speak
3: I on agree. mental health. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. So, since I've been on this newfound journey of freedom since I finished grad school.
0: Hey. Everybody um, need it. Everybody yeah. need that. Should because
3: you? if I didn't learn anything... I mean, mm. of course, I learned a lot, but yes. self-care, self-care, care is everything. It's important. So, um, you know, there's a big stigma with us in mental health True. therapy. So I'm going to say this, you know, uh, talk if about you follow it. me on Facebook, I uh, post going different...
2: going I love your post. Yeah. She yeah. going to work. Hey.
3: <laughs> no, but I did that just based on different experiences I had with myself, yeah. conversations what I have have with other people personal to mm-hmm. me or just mm-hmm. in general. And then that kind of like bridges a gap almost. Right. You won't go to therapy. Let's talk about it. I got it for you.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm.
3: So at least you can be aware. Mm Because some people aren't even aware. Mm -hmm. And I noticed that on some of my posts. Some people aren't even aware of certain things that may have triggered them or traumatized them at one point. So I feel like that's big. Um, And just, I would say, educationally wise. (laughs) um, Go back. Oh. Also... Post um post high school, hmm. I feel like we do better with that now. I feel like when I was in high school, nobody, everybody was just pushing college. We only knew about college. Nobody you mean, was yeah, about like always. secondary, oh, was about second, yes. secondary, yes. So yeah, so mm-hmm. yep, so um, I got a lot more knowledge, of course, having that job. But just in general, now I feel like it's more publicized. We put we push trade schools. Yes. Community college isn't looked at as a
2: down a right. high
3: school. You really? know what I'm saying? Well, you know, that was the big, that was almost a stigma at least for us. Yeah, yeah, it was a stigma. Like, you, you don't want to go to school. To, like, you don't sure. want to go to community college. You know what I'm saying? Going to school. Mm-hmm.
4: That, I mean, I didn't care. Everybody need to either go to school, get you yes. a trade, or do you have your business plan ready? That was my parents were like, okay, you going to college from yes. kindergarten on up. However, they said, if you come to us with a business plan, we'll fund it. That's what's mm-hmm.
2: so That's so, a blessing. And
4: even with the school I work at, we have a big three, and I can't think of all of them right now, but they kind of push they push kids to get the greatest GPA they can get, like your best possible GPA, right? Say it's a three three. Uh-huh. Great. At least you have options now versus four, we just pushing for one thing, like, okay, trade school or the Army. But a lot of kids, they say if they don't, if they aren't prepared for college, they don't have any options. So they're only going to the Army or going to a trade school. But at least now you have options. So I agree. They are doing a, a better job with, like, providing you with more options than just going to college because we can talk about. Do you really need college or not? But that's not the topic right
1: now.
2: Yeah, college should be affordable. But
1: the, thing, the thing is with yeah. college that. College should be free. They free realize,
2: should they really be Reparations free? now. They sure. realize, okay. though, that sending
1: all of us to college, we couldn't do basic stuff no more. Exactly. It's not a lot of people that can Make the, the electricity work in your house. Well, sure. Can't even help Carpentry. you do nothing. Like you know your I mean? toilet messed up. Who gonna fix it? Cleaning sure. the water in the city. Basic because yeah. now it's like <laughs> cleaning the water in the city.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Come on, yeah, it's, it that, that's
1: and just a little plug, that is a real program right now. Like, I had some youth a couple years ago who uh-huh. was interning for the um, summer at PCI. Mm-hmm. And that's what they do. They go into the grounds to engineering jobs. These people wow. get trained, and you can come out making six figures. Easy. Damn. But the issue is, our young people aren't interested in that. But these are jobs that are necessary because we
3: need water. True. and thing, awesome. Even colleges offering programs like yes, right that at this point. Free! Free. Yep.
4: I have a question, though. So... Who took the trade programs out of the schools?
2: Yeah, it used to be in there. Yeah. So that—that's my question. I had wood shop. I had metal and jewelry. Yeah, I but that's
4: the thing, George
1: though. Trainer. Another, if wood we child. pay attention, a lot of the things that we had that got taken away are now yeah. being are coming back. back right. The you men. know what I'm saying. I mean, we can look at the Livermore's median as a symbolization.
2: <laughs> I said I <laughs> can't
1: of even get money in like, the city right on? now. Okay, like let's just be real. <laughs> that's a no symbolization. Cap. <laughs> we put things in, take things no out, comments. just to put them back. You know what I'm saying? But anywho, that's neither here nor there. What are some things that y'all feel like we need to be advocating for that people not talking about or it's not enough going on around it? Like, you might hear something here and there, but it's not really a lot of people
4: speaking up about them type of things. I want to hear what y'all got to say about this topic. I got a list full.
0: I
2: got a list, too. I
4: have one, and then I'm going to drop the mic. Um, <laughs> LGBT+. plus. I feel like we talk about blackness and we don't look at the intersections of that. Like we just black and that's it. We don't talk about, you know, that queer young lady who got kicked out of her house and now she's homeless. So that's two things. She's queer and she's homeless and nobody's advocating for them. I don't think with the the rising discussion on Twitter about Illinois teaching LGBT uh, history. But that's still black history. I agree. But.
2: I agree with you, but I feel like you black first. And then your your sexuality, you know, I don't care what you do in the bed. You know what I mean? As long as I'm treating you as my sister, my queen, my goddess, Mm -hmm. I don't care what you do. But is everyone doing that? No. And, And that's our role, too, as a black man. We have to keep other black men accountable. No, cap. No, no cap. cap. no cap. All right.
1: No cap. You know this conversation, and as a politician, Ken, you know I tend to not
0: <laughs> take
1: sides on a lot of issues <laughs> because I'm trying to get there, people. You know, I'm trying to make myself a name, and sometimes some of these topics are hard. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, I do. A, I think I do a good job at having open dialogue, and yes. I think a lot of us are scared. Um, because one of the things that I talked about, um, because I ended up over this last like few years, you know, being able to really have positive relationships with people who identify as queer and, right. you know, or LGBTQ, whatever area of the spectrum. And that long list they got. They add in a couple more letters. We all a part of that one. Oh no,
4: <laughs> which one?
2: Which one It's a long? It's a
4: long list. list. It's LGBTQIA+ Something like that. It's that one though. I've never
2: heard all that. In all my all life. of us fit into that
3: one. You know Peace,
4: what I'm saying? Pain, but anywho, Pans- yeah, yeah. I've had the opportunity
1: yeah, to be able to interact and to have real dialogue, and I mean dialogues to where most of us can't have, like sitting there asking to be educated, mm-hmm. you know, and then not only going into being educated, but then asking the questions that I had of concern. And seeing to believe everybody isn't as negative in that respect. It becomes a whole nother conversation when you can tell that I'm actually interested in trying to figure it right. out. You know what I'm saying? And I right. think that the reason why we don't have stronger advocates for that population and how, you know, we interact as a black people is because we'd be scared to have real conversation. But Most right. black people can't talk about race for real
2: because yeah,
0: they agree. don't have
1: the knowledge but that's my point point. Yeah. and we gotta be able to look ourselves in the mirror mm-hmm. realize to check your biases and being able to really understand because on certain instances some people do be making a little sense you know I can still have my arguments though what you do at home yeah. at the end of the day that's on you you know yeah. what I'm saying I don't <laughs> right. that oh, okay. it has to be publicized but, right. Right. So you know. <laughs> right. but beyond that it's just like being able to really sit back and have those real conversations and that's a
2: lot of
0: areas you know because
2: honestly I feel like since Obama it's been getting a lot To publicize for far as that community, than the black man getting killed from the police, Mm -hmm. just in my opinion, and um, uh, child molestation and stuff like that. You see how hard they fighting to get uh, (laughs) men locked up or whatever. Now, Um, I think, yeah, dogs get treated better than black people still. Mm -hmm. So, so it's it's the yeah,
1: and I don't think we should be pitting anything as being more or less either like True. we get caught up in the weight game too
4: mm-hmm. like slavery yeah.
1: and the holocaust like why are we even having that discussion it's all bad it's important <laughs> to learn. and so it's just it's just us being able to have them hard dialogues but i feel you um what other areas do y'all think that we need more advocacy behind within our communities literacy
4: <laughs> lauren did you say literacy <laughs> yes they literacy. can't read them babies can't read they just that law
3: mm. Mm. I, just, I don't, I I almost can't even talk about that because it's just we're, like, we're talking
4: about the law that if you cannot read, I think past third grade, grade you have to stay start. behind. Uh, yep.
2: Oh, they're going to hold people, the yeah, students back. So definitely you have like to that.
4: be able to read at a, a third grade reading level by a certain point or you have to get held back. So that applies to my class, math too, and just their whole experience as a young third grader. Like, I have to get held back because I can't read at a third grade reading level.
2: Hmm. Wow. I didn't yeah. know. Wow.
4: So are y'all reading to these kids? Helping them learn how to read.
2: Yeah, I agree. They know rap songs. They know the city girls. That
3: is, oh my gosh.
2: I've seen
3: so many, even special needs. They know, they can say, they can sing a rap song, Mm -hmm. but they cannot, they will not do the work that you want them to comprehend, to Mm -hmm. function and matriculate in life. I I think too, this
1: go back to your conversation earlier around though. Are we giving them the type of environments that they can learn these things? Because I feel like in some people's curriculum for instance we can shout out silver right now silver has yes. a great curriculum where she's integrating hip-hop culture you That's know the dope. urban culture and really being able to connect students to what they are interested in mm-hmm. to be able to learn some of these things that is called to teach in school and it's like when i go on a classroom setting and i set in a couple of classes just based on my job because i'm waiting to do my presentation or mm-hmm. something like that school is so outdated
2: yeah, so outdated. outdated.
1: It's like same, if so. you are a teacher right now and you have no means of using technology, I feel like you're outdated.
0: You, <laughs> you are if you're a
1: teacher and you, you haven't done something around music or, you know, a poem or rap, you're outdated. In the urban community, I feel like you're outdated. Yes. But we that's how outdated. we start, connect. Yeah. Cause we have to start to provide you with something that they're interested in. Or you say they
4: know how to rap song. So if
0: I'm,
3: Do you make do you make
0: raps? raps
4: i do in class you know you have to but i feel like i don't teach ELA for a reason it frustrates me when a kid tells me they don't like to read
2: yeah. why
4: or i hate school why so i took on my job within math to make math fun however to capitalize on the fact that you know this rap song here go the lyrics let's break it down can you sound out these words you mm. know how to say it yeah. but let's let you some kids are break visual learners for me that changed how I taught too, because if you talking to me, I'm not going to hear. It. I need a list. I need to see it. I need to see a video. So in math, I'm not just giving you numbers. I'm showing it to you in a different way. We making songs, We making raps, you getting up, we doing a dance. Because when you taking that test, you're going to think about like Miss Jones said do this when we do this theory. Or Miss Jones said when you add this and this, you clap like this. And they're clapping on a test to get the right answer. So mm. I feel like. That's cute. We're not going to just, you know, amazing. demonize <laughs> yeah. these kids because they know these rap songs. Take that same rap song, break down the syllables. Okay, what sound makes the B-L sound? Find a song lyric that have B-L in it and capitalize on that. Wow. I think it's our job. Like, don't just blame the kids because <laughs> they don't know. It's our job to find something within our culture and so to apply it. So, Advocate for culturally relevant education. Hey, we call that education
1: reform.
2: Yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. you might have that was like that one on
1: one. You on need to get Ms. Jones yeah. at the table, <laughs> Governor Gil. I mean, <laughs> no. Governor Whitmer, Lieutenant Governor Gilchrist. Can you please join?
4: <laughs> have Miss Jones come to the table? They don't please. even want to have that conversation. They capitalize. yes, they do. Do they?
2: No, I think it's rare. You have
4: to make people want to see you, girl. Well, do I have to make them again? So advocacy is making people know. Mm-mm.
3: You here? You you. Stand it's just a part house. of standing up for it,
2: yeah. right? You. You stand
3: okay. and, and
1: doing it continuously, so can't nobody stop what you got going on.
2: <laughs> I don't know how they pick choose curriculums and schools and all. Like white do they buy? yeah. That's what I thought. Like, oh, white man, it's not from here, you know? Hey, these are subjects you have. All to these teach.
4: questions that need answers. True. we need to go figure it out for ourselves. Exactly. <laughs> so we need to advocate for better curriculum in these exactly. schools.
2: So,
1: what other issues do you all think that we should be advocating for that uh, we're not doing a good job?
2: Job. Home ownership. Owning land.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. Essentially. Cause I you know what? I was about to like argue a little bit because that's it's unique that we have all these people in real estate and all mm-hmm. of these people buying up these properties and doing X, Y, and Z, but in our communities we technically not pushing home ownership. No. Nope. I think it's happening in pockets though. Yeah. Because you do hear people talking about owning. The land piece though isn't as no. Attractive, I would say. It's like,
3: I
4: just bought a house. Doing anything you, you can want, you've been forever, since the
2: beginning, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> you get lots for a hundred dollars that's next to you, and if you want a lot that you're not adjusted to, mm-hmm. you just uh, contact the city and they'll sell it to you. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm all about You heard it, it here first. Yeah.
4: <laughs> She's been telling me that for a long yep. time. Like, come on, we need a project for this little backlog.
3: Oh, okay. I'm, about
1: to, I'm telling y'all, kinship is working behind let's me scenes. Let's buy
3: yeah. some land, y'all. Yeah, I've
1: been trying to buy some land. <laughs> I need mean, $100, yeah. come on. Let's
3: buy some
0: land. Y'all okay. yeah,
2: Put your land. money together, y'all have acres. Okay. <laughs> all those bottles
1: I done popped this summer, man. Yeah, <laughs> all that I'm land ashamed. we could have.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> what yep. are some other areas that y'all think that we need to do a better job of advocating for here in the city?
2: Hmm. Financial
1: literacy. Yes. Finances. That's
2: happening in pockets too. That okay. it is. yeah stocks. Yeah. Stock market. Yeah, using Robinhood to start off small and purchasing companies that you buy and actually owning them mm-hmm. for a little at a time, you know. So shit. Uh what else? Am I dominating this conversation? No. I have, I have a
4: young lady that I met at a Millennial versus Everybody event, essentially saying that she worked at a really popular museum in Detroit, but it was very whitewashed. And so I think that more programming in these big spaces from us, not from white folks,
0: mm-hmm. is
4: essential because I don't want to say the museum, but I just didn't think – I would think that it would be pretty black. It's in Detroit, and it's not. And yeah. I didn't know that. So a lot of these, like, well-known spaces – don't hear who we are mm-hmm. and don't reflect the city. Right. So, advocating for, all right, let's have a an event at this museum and do X, Y, and Z. She's saying she's not seeing that and she works there.
2: Oh, which uh, museum? You know, it is. No, you want to put them on blast? No. Well, I support the African American <laughs> Charles A. Wright Museum. It's not that you one. Know, we did Another all the plug project.
4: for the African yes,
0: Festival. Yes. Going the
2: African on and they allow you to do programs and things they and do. such. Mm-hmm. They open their space up if a you need penny. to. Yeah, nice change. <laughs> He's but <not> yeah, cheap. <laughs> yeah.
1: So. <laughs> so I don't mean to put y'all on blast because this wasn't technically a question that I asked. But I'm curious to know what are you all advocating for? I mean, Stevan already kind of talked about his land and, and agricultural yeah. background. Mm-hmm. But what are some areas that y'all are advocating for currently?
3: So, I'm getting my feet wet currently. Um, and I would say, of course, education um, and just working more so with the special ed population. Mm-hmm. Um, many, Well, if you know me, I have a deaf brother. And he's actually a sen- he's going into his senior year of high school. Um, he getting so big. And he, hey. so a crazy height. Quickly they grow up. Time flies. <laughs> I'm laughing like, hey. so old. It was almost yeah,
2: not um, a... <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> like, relax. Yeah.
3: it was almost different for me because my grandmother worked in special ed so I was around it but having somebody that's actually that close to you is mm-hmm. different so I have mm-hmm. you as a family you have to adjust so I feel like there should be they don't have a deaf program in detroit anymore wow. the deaf school for uh it's actually closed they do still do um community work i believe out of it but it's closed so my brother actually went to west Bloomfield. so i would say as far as that population there should be more of a bridge of a gap mm-hmm. because there's so much i kind of help bridge his gap a little bit by pushing him to play football so he interacts Mm -hmm. with other people
2: Mm -hmm. and not just
3: deaf and hard of hearing people
2: wow that's beautiful yeah Mm -hmm. so
3: um and with that being said now he's going gone, you know and i will say that sometimes they do push rehabilitation so Mm -hmm. they want to push you straight into a job they don't you know push education as much so that's been our biggest thing with my brother and I'm pretty much a big advocate right now for it. Hey. Um, and we're actually um, getting ready to um, apply, help him apply to Gallaudet, which is the, uh deaf university in Washington, D.C. Okay. That's beautiful. Yeah. So, I mean, even just then, just having those connections and bridging the gap, because even when people come meet my brother, it's still like, depending on how you know him, you don't want to talk to him. One, he's big and black and he, he looks adorable. like he ready, yeah he he but he looks like he's a teddy bear, but he looks very stern like he would fight you, he won't unless you make him mad,
2: <laughs> but um unless you mess with his sister, right, but just <laughs> like,
3: like even how to communicate with him, people often fear communicating with him as if he won't understand, but you still have to learn how to communicate with mm-hmm. people and i I feel like that's been the biggest I wouldn't say issue, but thing I've noticed more since I've gotten into it we don't we steer back from communic communicating people that are different from us and not just uh skin color right. and even just, you know, when it comes to being cognitively functional, mm-hmm. it's it's hard for us to function around people of that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's been totally my biggest different. advocacy yeah. thing.
4: That's
0: lately. a good
4: one. Great. Anything else? For me just STEM. Um I don't really like STEM. I'm gonna be honest. I didn't <laughs> grow up loving math or loving science. You know, God led me to be a math teacher. I'll say that however i think that um even before nip, nip- nipsey hustle passed away i was watching a lot of his interviews like from 2008 just because when i figured out who he was in LA, 8 i was real young um and he talked about building a computer just from gathering parts every other day just going mm-hmm. to the store getting a part i think i've seen that one yeah wow.
1: it's amazing he, the type of
4: stuff he did listen yeah, yeah it is
2: happy nipsey happy birthday <sighs> nipsey yeah, right he oh, yeah. did just pass yeah happy birthday I'm not going to get emotional.
4: However, <laughs> just um, talking about how from a magazine, he was able to build a, a computer, wow. like his own computer recording music. And just me thinking, you know, from an educator standpoint of like, this is a little black boy in the hood who didn't have the resources to teach him this. He taught himself. So, but if he had the resources, what could he have been? And so I just think that encouraging youth, I feel like that's what I'm advocating for the youth because- I mean, we went to college. We got our degree. You right. know, we trying to do things for our community. But those little babies, we don't know who they could be. And why are we not providing them with the resources to do it in STEM or STEAM, which is including the arts within STEM. Mm-hmm. So that's my push for now.
2: Right.
4: And black history. I feel like a lo- I've met a lot of people in my field who don't think that we should teach from a black standpoint. Like, Ooh. we shouldn't have... At- we shouldn't have Afrocentric curriculum like, well that that's not really important. They don't even know how to do X, Y, and Z, but like they don't know because they're not interested in learning about Eurocentric stuff. We yeah. need to teach from our standpoint. We so, should definitely push that more. Yes. And not even our generation, I feel like we know older black folks who don't value black history. I do. I know I a do lot too. of so we need to advocate for the older people as well to come back and teach us or teach from that standpoint.
2: Yes. Because my uh, grandmother speaking on that, uh, the history or whatever. My grandmother's so scared to go to Africa. I'm like, yo, we yes. should try, you know. They don't like us. I'm like, that's a false that's narrative true. someone else is pushing. Us. So, you know, we got to. Break that down. Yeah. Are
4: you gonna get it? My mom, she was really nervous about me going to South Africa. Shout out to A S at Michigan Whoa, State.
2: whoa. Hey. hey!
4: She was like, together. you know, <laughs> she was like, why? Um, you didn't get any shots. I didn't get any shots where I went. That that might have been did? bad. I no. didn't either. No,
2: you did. <laughs> no, I, didn't, I ain't gonna
4: no lie. I did take the flu shot.
2: And I, was uh, okay. it I, I, I
1: didn't.
4: Know. I didn't. Take I'm like anything. I shouldn't even took that. <laughs> I didn't have. I should have got the little malaria. I didn't do nothing. I was uh, like, hey because you don't have to it's a
1: developed country contrary to popular belief it, looks oh, like yeah, South africa. Africa. it looked like yeah. little america over
4: there <laughs> but she was just nervous i'm like mommy we should come like our little uh bnb bed and breakfast was like 20 dollars a day like wow. pay for your flight and we can stay here for a week for she was like, i don't want to go and my stepdad i don't want to go i'm not going to africa <laughs> i'm like what? that's a problem well, that, that a you problem. don't want to go and I. they're not the only
3: ones who feel like that yes. there's so many people that yes. will like, say quick I don't want to go there yeah, no yeah.
2: I'm okay but, but you, it's so you beautiful. go to Cancun, Mexico and shit like that <laughs> you <Canada>, go <laughs> to Europe Europe, right let's they, go to
4: Europe <laughs> they go to Canada and be okay okay <laughs>
0: right.
4: Ghana, Nigeria
1: like just right, go so much yeah all goes well I should be in Ghana for Christmas and New
0: Year's so hey turn amazing. up
1: that's lit so any other areas that y'all feel like we should be uh, advocating for that. We not before I just throw out. Yeah, you I say, what's your list? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I say, like, come just on, what's your list? list. We ready, We're right? Ready. I want to hear. See how they do me on politics.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Don't it's let family. me narrate. It's like, come on, Ken. We want to hear what you got to say. <laughs> I mean, for me, I'm advocating for currently just unity. You know, mm. collaborative thinking. Um. Unify economics. I mean, it's just so many things that we can do so much better together, and I just think a lot of people downplay right now in the city. It's so much good stuff going on, and it's crazy because the other day I was just sitting back thinking. (laughs) Because for those that don't know, I dropped the EP for my birthday. It's fire, fire, fire. So, but the thing you didn't even
0: talk
1: about your video, right? Check me out, y'all! Just check me out. I wouldn't lie page. to you. Follow
0: Inspires. the page. But
1: what I'm saying is that you know, even behind like that, you know, garnering the support I've had, and I also look at people that I've supported along my way in my journey because I'm a very supportive person. I feel like um, yes, you are. You, I tend to try yes. to you know see people where they are, even if it's just donating or whatever. If I can't come, you know, just being there because I know that that's a big part of us making it, and that's mm-hmm. a big part of unity um and sometimes we think that we got to be seen to support somebody no and you don't have to it's just the small things that we can do to be collaborative or strategic in our thinking so and i'm definitely gonna get into this on the last episode but really just thinking about what that collectivity looks like and how we can be more strategic in the places and spaces we are because not to just be tuning our horn in the city but millennials in detroit are in some good places yeah. yes. and if we just was to come together and put our heads together we could really I mean and I'm just gonna time. be yeah. I'm gonna be real brief from the party scene yes. I mean that's entertainment we we're owning it yeah education yeah. we're not owning it but we're alive and well in them spaces we in there. give us the years the, poli- the politics, politics yeah. it's people that go from city government I mean and not just like uh a, po- a political office because we scattered through those but just like little stuff like <laughs> I mean with the um what's the land bank or mm-hmm. you know working in these financial institutions. I quicken
2: yeah, quicken, Bruh, quicken
1: yeah. is the <laughs> monopoly of the city. It's like I'm just being that and that's brief. I'm not touching on the smaller areas that we run and and moving in now, getting more hip to land and agriculture and the arts and out here moving with yeah. these small nonprofits that slowly infiltrate. Like we're in so many places and I see it and I just be like, dang, I can't wait to the day we wake up and be like, Boom, yep, this it. This is the day. You know? Mm-hmm. It can we can shift the culture so easily here just by thinking in a unified front. And so exactly. that's something that I think more of us should be pushing for. Strategic like collaboration and just coming together on so many things that matter so that not only are we advocating for stuff but you seeing something when you lead that program or event it's something something that's coming out of it Mm -hmm. you know now we just made all of this money and we we ended up partnering with this non-profit now we about to go rebuild the hood like it's just little things that we can start to do together that can be so beneficial Mm -hmm. exactly um Real quick, just before, you know, <laughs> we exit the building today, <laughs> um, and I, of course, before we do that, allow y'all to tell the people who y'all are, because I tell people every episode, I don't mess with regular people, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Not don't. nothing, you know, to be all funny, but I feel like everybody is, is pretty much doing their thing, and so... Are we advocating for Jay Z right now? I'm just curious. For a culture.
2: For <laughs> a culture.
1: You so, know what I'm saying? <laughs> I
2: hope he has good intent in what he's doing. All right? okay. okay. I hope he's strategic. All right. Uh, in uh, summary, what he said. <laughs> I hope. Uh, what you gonna, I'm with go ahead, you. baby.
3: I'm with you. I feel like. As a community, we were so quick to bash him. Yes. Yeah. And we're so quick to... Um, the cancel culture is the real. Can- the cancel culture. This is like oh the second God. time that's come up on my show. <laughs> no, but really, though, like... Everybody cancel. It, it was the quickness. It's like it's a movement really quick. And by next week, it's going to be Somebody gone. else. You not know what I'm saying? not... <laughs> <laughs> I hate that. <sighs> we I face. often feel like sometimes when we do move... And we're trying to move for a collective. You can't bring everybody with you around to the table. I'm sorry. Exactly. You cannot. You, it just wouldn't be possible. That might be blocking one of the. Biggest parts of your deal, Yep. I hear that. Somebody a snitch.
2: Yep, Marcus Garvey been preaching that everyone can't go with us, you know. And
3: it's not—it's not, it's not even about we leaving you behind. Just nah. give us a minute. We coming right back. Exactly. Give me two seconds, <laughs> and I'm coming, I gotta go get this. And I'm, and I'm coming, gonna come back. Trey Song said, "I don't want to leave, but I gotta go. right now. I gotta now. go right now. But I'll be back before. <laughs> but, but I'll be back before you know it. Okay. Before you know it. You feel me? <laughs> not about to play with the Trey Songs <laughs> quote on politics you know, hey, right now. Hey
0: Mars. <laughs> But no, but but
3: really, so I mean, and I'm with y'all because if it goes wrong, I'm not gonna, I'm not, I'm still not gonna cancel him. That's my favorite rapper. I really do. I I always think Jay doing something positive. You know what I mean? Like, you (laughs) just just not about to sit here and tell me that's gonna be negative. Like, no, not Jay.
2: Black billionaire. A room full of white faces and owners, you know. So that's and huge for And he came us. from the project. He, yeah, he might knock the door down for us. Like, oh, black owners. Yeah. So who knows? Sometimes
1: we gotta have faith.
2: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that,
1: that's what I'm saying.
0: Everybody and so everything quick in
1: life, you know. And I think that we be so quick, we be so quick to cancel people in this True. day and age. And it's like yeah. for me. <laughs> Just because we don't always agree don't mean you. that you exited out. Like, <laughs> we don't have different perspectives. We have different understandings. And at the end of the day, we should have learned from Malcolm and Martin. When they Mm -hmm. died, both of these men who had very differing ideologies around what it meant in this struggle for black people ended up getting to a place literally where around the time they both died, where they were crossing over and seeing the eye of the next. Mm -hmm. Right, Because you realize at some point it took both sides for us to get there because if we wouldn't have been protecting our own, they would have. They would have effed us, you know, (laughs) if we wasn't being peaceful and nonviolent in certain situations and being able to hold our own and be professional, we wouldn't have got some of the strides that we got along the way politically. So understanding that it took both, you know, and I think sometimes we don't see the many the many roles we all play in this game—it's right. yes. a game,
2: y'all—and
1: yes. th- these white folks is playing together. <laughs> That's yes. all I'm
2: saying. Shit, you look around, and wrong. they
1: don't mess with each
4: other a lot of times. They don't. I mean, they, they just know, know how to <laughs>
3: smile real good. <laughs> we don't yeah. know yeah. how to do, do that. that. We do don't. not know how to smile. <laughs> like, come on, just is one. <laughs> one thing. <right> I <laughs> learned that when I went to New Orleans. Wow. I just felt like so you know we from Detroit. We yeah. got a certain facial expression, everything, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I just kept on asking I'm like, why do these People keep on saying good morning to me. They're looking at me funny. Like, that's culture. how it's supposed to be. Like, Different culture. Yeah. I was really. That was one of my culture shocks for me. They're like, <laughs> no, everybody just says good morning. That helped me a little bit. I mean, I say good morning in general when I wake up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you <laughs> Not know, to but you it forced passed. me to realize, like, and that's, and I've taken that with me since then. I'm speaking to every black like, person I walk by. Myself. Yes, you feel Same. me.
2: And that's how you knock them walls. Even if it's the head down. Mm-hmm peace what's well, up hey how you, you know, I said, hey how you doing you look good <laughs> sister i love that dress you know <laughs> compliments so, right. yes. so
1: i guess for for this situation we just gonna have to
4: sit back and let it unfold <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> right. don't
4: knock our brother down just
0: not that. yet
2: hey
4: <laughs> he's been making positive strides so far so like why is it so hard for so you know what this is not our fight we just gonna let it play out like mm-hmm. trust him just a little bit and if it fall over okay
0: What bothers
1: me is the same people that's criticizing him is going to tune in on Sunday.
0: Thank you. I think I put that
1: on on the
3: shade room. Like, nobody held their ground. Everybody's still standing up. I sit my little booty down (laughs) every time. I'm going to sit. I might not do it, but I'll sit. I'm not about. No. Y'all still watch football faithfully. Mm -hmm. Yes, they do. And y'all going to the game.
2: I'm speaking for all the men. Yeah, they do.
3: I know mm-hmm. y'all do. That's what I'm saying. So how y'all going to tell me that Jay-Z wrong for what he doing? Y'all still watching it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we just going to have to sit back and let this one play out and get off his back.
0: Uh, no. You know,
1: like we don't hold other people accountable to, to this Sure extent. don't. Leave it we alone. We don't. Right in our own backyards. Exactly. Like, come on, let this man wear. Sure. don't. All right. Well, we're at my favorite part of the show um, where I sit back and allow my guests to tell people who they are, where they at, what they doing. And if they got anything going on in the community, if they want you to come out, this is their chance to share. This is my favorite part of the show because, again, as stated earlier, I really feel like I mess with some dope people. And the more that <laughs> I take these little pictures with like my guests after every show and we do like our little photo out. Op- I mean, like, this is crazy. Like, we could together come together and build our own community. Mm, exactly. <laughs> Kinship. Hello. Kinship. And you know, Lord, how long I've been trying to plan this. <laughs> right. The takeoff, Abit place. Anywho, <laughs> um, so right now I'm going to go around the okay. table and a lot of guests to introduce themselves.
0: Okay.
1: Let us know what they're doing in their lives. And, I mean, as always, you can, you know. Hit up one of us on the show, like one of them. If y'all follow them, hit me up. I'm always here to connect. Politicking is more than just coming together and talking, but it's about networking. That piece mm-hmm. is so pivotal. Yes. Um. And so, yes, it's y'all turn to share with the world who y'all are, what y'all doing, and what's going
3: on. The
2: ladies first. The queens first.
3: I'll go first. Okay. Mine probably be short and simple. Um I'm Lauren. Um like I said I just finished grad school at Wayne State. Well, I, um, whoo, whoo. I am educated master. black
2: woman. Master.
3: Master. I'm a new social worker. Yes. So um I'm looking forward to getting my feet wet or getting more into the field. Um at least. Um as far as what I'm working on, like I said I'm pretty much kind of getting back into the scene cuz school took every part of my life. Um but you know, I do a lot of, I've been using my Facebook a little bit more. So, um, <laughs> like health I said, advocacy. Yes, I'm yeah. very big with mental health. Hey. So, you know, if you follow me on Facebook, I usually post here and there. Also, to my ladies, I forgot um, every year, December, we do a reflection post. Mm. Um, and I'm actually working on growing that. Wow. So, yes. Yes. Um, check What's out- your Instagram? And what and is Facebook. my Instagram? Uh, my Instagram is Elise Stanford and my Facebook is Lauren Elise. Yep. I'm Heard it sure here
1: first, crypto.
2: Hey, <laughs> social work.
3: Are you in
1: more debt? I'm in so much debt. You know it what? It just makes my heart hurt. You know what I'm you saying? You know what? I the just... conversation earlier about his school really is like no, I'm it is not a
3: question. That's scary. you just gotta. You just don't a... <laughs> have to get. You just think about the debt afterwards.
0: That's,
2: that's, out. You know that's why I ain't go back to debt. Okay, <laughs> get I'm making money. We've way. had
1: many conversations. <laughs> Like uh, not you it. know now no. though it's easier. Another area that they're doing well is providing money. Money, yeah. Oh, okay. young people, yes. if yes. we had these same opportunities, none of us would have paid for college. But that's neither here nor there. You, no and then you gotta think about <laughs> it depends no. on
3: your um, what you go to school for because that's a whole True. different thing. Yes. They cater to certain. You know.
2: Mm-hmm. We can talk about yeah. why
3: in a second too.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk about why. Um, I am Janae Jones. Graduate from Michigan State University. Go green, go, go green. green. I'm, 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 I'm at the table. Hey, you know, um, while Homecoming. at Michigan, yeah, listen, <laughs> see y'all about- there. Yeah, look, see, <laughs> y'all-, see y'all there. <laughs> or, I don't see y'all, but no. Um, while Michigan State, I did a lot of international programming with AAAS, so working with universities in South Africa and at Michigan State, um, as a cultural heritage cultural heritage fellow, and so that sparked my interest of collaborating internationally too so Mm -hmm. i did a lot of so important just because you know a lot of our issues are not just here they're everywhere and i think we saw that in south africa
1: colonization is real people
4: google it google um (laughs) so as i shared before i am a math educator i teach seventh and eighth grade math and just trying to create curriculum for all STEM classes. So my goal is to go back to grad school, yes. get in some more debt. Hey, it's okay. <laughs>
2: it's okay. Find a
4: program
3: to pay for you books. That's already yeah. right. I no. I, I still work so you know I still do college uh <laughs> yes. advice. So okay. come see me. <laughs> but just um
4: I wanna build curriculum for the young babies. Like I know we doing a lot of great things, you know, and it's great, but my heart tugs for the youth and just like, what are y'all doing in these schools? Because they don't like it. And I don't understand why. And it shouldn't be like that. School should be fun. You should, you know, see yourself in the curriculum. So that's what I really want to do and continue to build that curriculum. Also, I'm working on my business plan. Um, I would like to have a nonprofit to go into schools and have an after school program for black studies and wellness and agriculture. culture. Mm. So that's what I'm building. So I need people like you. To collaborate with me so yeah, that my babies know work. how to, you know, grow their own food or right. just have the option to do so and still learn about themselves in this work. So
2: that's real dope. That's what's up, ladies. That's mom
4: my right there, probably hey. Hey. Yeah, out her putting down <laughs> Let <me> work. <laughs> thank you for leading by example.
2: Well, peace peace, family. Hey. I want to thank peace. Kenya again for having me. It's Stevon Mosley. You can follow me at Stevon Mosley on Facebook. Or on Instagram At Stevon713 What I'm doing currently Is I'm starting a small urban farm Called Zola's Garden Named after my daughter I'll be selling uh, Mm -hmm. Fresh homebrewed wines Honey and uh, herbs To Davidson Coney Island the Bodega Cat in Southwest Detroit, and um, I'll be setting up a booth at the Eastern Market soon next yes. year. I was gonna say, go that's fine. Next okay. year, yeah. So, I geek. Yeah. And if y'all want a garden, or anything, uh, if y'all hear this on the podcast, just contact me. I can help you for free, mm-hmm. and that's the way I'm gonna get back. Yeah, yes. I like so, that. Mm-hmm. Heard it here first. Yeah. Yes. Come at me. I help you out.
1: Well, I appreciate as always um having, you know, us millennials at the table to talk about stuff that matter. I mean, right. like we take our rod our day to just come out here and kick it and share from what we know. This mm-hmm. ain't no book knowledge. This is experience. This is us right. on the Life. ground working, <laughs> uh, interacting in our communities and the spaces and places that we're involved to interact. As always, uh continue to follow the dialogue and conversation. You can uh check it out on Facebook on Politic and Out. Mm-hmm. You can check me out on Instagram at Politic In. And, and of course Twitter, politic, here <laughs> stay in tune. Um, uh, we have so much stuff coming. Uh, our next and final episode of the season is going to be in two weeks. Uh, recording live from Podcast Detroit here at Detroit Shipping Company. Thank y'all for joining, and we out. Peace, peace, and love. Yeah. All
2: right, see y'all. Unity,
3: always. Hey. always. <laughs>